Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook. So I'm going to start with continuity from the last podcast, which was episode 14. And uh, I want to talk briefly, and hopefully we'll come back to this as time goes on, but I want to talk about prayer in dreams, because I know I had said it was dangerous on the road, and I started praying, and then I got there all right, and then uh, I was praying at another point in the dream, and I just want to talk about that in a dream, asking for help, and help is granted. So that's something to keep in mind for all you dreamers out there. Okay, let's see. So the last part of the dream I shared, which was, uh, oh right, we never did say a title of that dream. At the rest area with John Perry Barlow. That'll be the title. Um, I neglected to say that at the end of the dream, my walker is there. You know, as everyone knows, I have a mess. So my walker's there, but I'm walking without it, and I'm not needing it. And I say, I will not need it anymore. So that was very positive, and may it be so, Kini And the last bit of follow-up I want to share is something I thought was kind of funny, and that's my friend Nikki, who shared Tinder tales with us, She was recently kicked off of Tinder, (laughs) which I think is a badge of honor. I I don't know. Was she too raunchy? Maybe. She was reaching out to too many guys or something. But I thought that was funny. Nikki got a little slap on the wrist for her dating behavior. Okay. So now today we have our good friend Lee Sorge here today. And he is the guy who shared all of the Lord of the Rings mythology with us. I think it was episode six and eight. And Lee had a big dream last night, and I look forward to hearing about it. So welcome, Lee. Hello there. Long time no see. (laughs) (laughs) It's always a pleasure. (laughs) A rare pleasure to see you. Yes. So I I had this dream last night. It's been, you know, I, I, it's very hot in my apartment. Yes. And so I've been having, my my dreams have been more vivid lately as as they've been sort of feverish. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, In light of the heat. Um, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, so I this dream has a there's a little bit of backstory on this dream, well, uh, which is please tell you know, the dream as a story first, all right, in the present tense, and then as we explore it, I'll want to know the backstory. So I am uh, at my mother's house, and my mother is setting up for a wedding, and uh, slowly uh, as time goes on, I come to realize that it is my wedding that she is oh. uh, setting up for. Uh, my my father is there. Both my both my fathers and both my mothers are there, and my siblings and many of my you know extended friends and family. Uh, and I I go into the back room to see the, my future husband, and I discover that the man who is to be my husband is actor Army Hammer. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, who is this actor? See, well, this you'll tell where, me after. This is where tell the tell me the story and then the backstory. So Army Hammer and I are talking, and it I start to feel like perhaps Army Hammer does not really want to get married, and and. You know, I'm holding him and we're kissing and it feels very real 
sensorily speaking. Yeah. Like it's it's like I'm there. It's 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 very all encompassingly sensory. Yeah. Um and so Army and Hammer Army Hammer and I are talking about this and he's playing video games and he's not listening to me and then my parents come back in and um you know, my uh, my mother uh, says that, you know, the wedding has wrapped up, even though I'm not there. And oh, <laughs> wrapped up meaning over? Yeah, and so people are going home, and I, I say goodbye to my mom, and I'm talking to my dad, and my dad says that he's going to go up to Duck Pond. Which oh, is okay. A, a place, up in Butterville. Yeah, up in Butterville. Um, and, um, and I tell him to be careful, because he's going to be walking across ice, because it's the winter. And he oh. tells me that, that he doesn't need to be careful, because nothing's ever going to happen to him, and then he disappears. Oh. Um, and Army Hammer and I are talking, and we're trying to work out our relationship, and, and, and you know, it's, it's deeply personal, for whatever reason. It's, it feels real. It doesn't feel like a dream. It feels like real life. Like every moment that I'm there, it's it's like it's really happening to me. Wow. Like I'm like I'm wide awake, um, in spite of you know the heat and the noise of the of the Poughkeepsie streets outside. I am I am wide awake in this dream. Yes. Um, and and it just kind of went on like that for a long time, and then eventually, you know, it sort of slipped back into my normal dreams of you know zombie apocalypses. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? Do you generally? I, I dream, dream about... very often of the zombie, the apocalypse, zombie or otherwise, because it's something that I worry about quite a bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's the dream. Well, that's most of it. That there's this bit that happened later that I'm a little bit conflicted about, which is I. You know, I've been told that my mother has left me this gift and I go into the freezer and I open the freezer and in the freezer I find this this bowl of ice and water and I'm carrying around this bowl of ice and water and and my sister shows up and my sister is is like frothing at the mouth and like and like screaming and, and oh. trying to attack me and I splash this water on my sister, my little sister, and she turns to mist. Oh. And I I don't know what to do with that, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. strong. So what would you title this dream? I would title this dream, um, I, I think I, I think I would, so this is, I'll explain why I'm titling it this, but okay. I, I would, I think I would call it uh, uh, Nightmares for Olgar. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And, um. What would you like to know from this dream? I just want to know uh, why. Why do I? Why even in my dreams is the person that I want to be with leaving me? Mm. You know, like where does that come from? Wow, that feeling of like insecurity where where the the because per- I you know I'm in this dream and I'm in love with Army Hammer and I'm in love with Army uh, Hammer in real life. Okay, well, I, have, I, I have him, I have no. Idea. I have a picture to show you. Oh, please show me. Hammer. I don't know who Army <laughs> Hammer is. So so Army Hammer is an actor. Okay, he's. he's I mean, I he's know a, what he's Armin, a handsome actor. I know what Armin Hammer is. I, well, we all know <laughs> we are very in this house. We're well acquainted with Armin Hammer. This is Armin Hammer. This is a photo of him. And um, oh, he's the reason really that beautiful he is, he's a gorgeous, Wait, let me see gorgeous, this gorgeous man. Take, man. A, take a closer look at that that beautiful Pass face. Pass the phone. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, oh, he's just a kid. Uh, no, he's. I mean, well, yeah, well for you all, maybe. For me, he's kids. actually like a little bit out of my age range. He's like Was twelve it, years older. Is he in than his thirties. Yeah, he's in his like mid thirties. Oh. 
Like, I think he's like 36. He's like 13 years older than me. Is he gay? No. Well, then, Lee, what the heck, man? Well, see, that's the other thing. Why, <laughs> why, why am I always falling in love with straight men in my dreams? Because that's a thing that's happened oh, before as well. Uh, that's and so Army Hammer is significant, right? Not just because I think he's a, a pretty actor, because I think that about Couple. a great many people. Okay. <laughs> um, but Army Hammer is significant because in the D&D campaign that I play with Dungeons my friends every Dragons. week, Dungeons and Dragons, my character, Olgar, uh, is in love with and, and is married to a man named Arnik Perrin. And Arnik Perrin is is our, our DM, our dungeon master, Sam, you know, for each oh. for each NPC that is non-player character that 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 she plays in our in our campaign that is uh, you know, prominent in our lives. She uh, she gives us an actor that okay. they look like so that we can visualize. Oh, them and so Army Hammer is the actor ah. that, that visually Arnick Perrin is based on. And in the past couple weeks of the D&D, PC leader, yeah, so well, kind of Aragorn. He's not Aragorn. He's ah. much more flawed than Aragorn. Okay, and much more elitist. Okay. Um, <laughs> but my my giant uh, orc son. Olgar, who's yeah. my character, yes. and Arnik have 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 um they they got together and then uh, Arnik is a, a transgender man, so he got pregnant from from okay. them okay. being together, and they've had two children. Um, okay, and been, like hiding in the in the Arctic for ten years with their friends, ch- raising these two children. This is um, in your game. And this is in my D and D. This campaign. is like the living dream, as yeah, if ever I heard for one. real. And so <sighs> you know, I, I've had Army Hammer on the brain because I've been thinking yeah. about. Arnick and Olgar and yeah. their, their beautiful, passionate love story. Okay. Um, but that's why Army, I think Army Hammer appeared to me, yes. <laughs> came to me in a dream. Yes. Um, so, okay, that's part of our reality check. We ask, who is this person? Um, so what else of this dream feels familiar from your waking life? Um, well, you know, I mean, I... I have um, many times in my uh, life, <laughs> I have I, I have experienced what it is like to love someone and not be loved in return many times. Okay, it is this is nothing new for me, and I have had dreams that are very like real and sensory before. Yes, um, but uh, this one felt different somehow. Yeah, this one it 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 didn't feel like I was. In a dream, when you speak to a person, often yes. for me, it feels as though I am speaking to a composite human. You know, I'm uh-huh. speaking to like an image of a person Okay, that I've like projected there. Yes. And in this dream, it didn't feel like that. Army Hammer felt real, whole, hmm. like a person that I had a real relationship with that I really knew. Wow. Yeah, I've had dreams like that, that I woke up thing. Wait, what? Yeah, I had a I had a similar experience. I I had a dream uh, like a couple years ago that like Johnny Cash came to me in a dream <sighs> and and you know laid his head in my lap and told oh me that I would be okay goodness. and I kissed his his head and and my mouth filled with cotton and I like Your it was this like very like, image image based like yeah. very picturesque dream. Wow. Um, but in that in that dream I felt a similar feeling of of you know there was a relationship there that yeah. I knew and that I that felt familiar to me, you know? I've had As many. As though I had felt it before. Yes, I've had many dreams where I'm at a dead show mm. and I have like a like a deep connection with Jerry. And you had, you and you have such a deep connection to the dead, you know? Right. To Dead and Company and right. to the Grateful Dead before that. I mean, right. you know, they were a pivotal part of your 
of my formative years. Yeah, your formative, your yeah. development into the person you are. Now. Absolutely, and um, some of my dreams are like I am front row. I don't know how we're in like a small theater, not a big stadium, and I'm there, and the guys, you know, it's like a personal thing, and I wake up thinking, wait, that seems so real, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, this was one of those dreams where I woke up and it was like, I can't believe that wasn't real. Right. Like a dream that you kind of mourn for because it made oh. you it made you feel something so intense oh. that you don't want to let it go. Like those are the these so are the, these are the dreams that I like this keep is, trying to to go back to sleep after is, I wake yeah, up so that I can like entry. try to snatch it back from yes. my subconscious kind yes. of. Yes. Yes, I totally get that. Wow. So uh and you you do have four parents? I do. Yes, yeah, a part of well, your, four, yeah, you know, four plus. <laughs> okay, four at minimum. Give us like a, a a rundown of you know snapshot. So there's there's my mother and father uh, who were never married but uh, had me uh, in their you know early thirties, okay. and then there was um, you know there's my stepfather who my mother met when I was very very young and he's been in my life since since I can remember and the same okay. as can be said of my stepmother, um, who my father met. Soon after I was born. Yes. Uh, and then in addition to those four core parents, there are yes. also two godparents. Okay. Uh, my mother's two best friends. There are, and then there are extraneous mother and father figures that exist outside that paradigm. Like huh. my mother's other best friends from, from okay. her life. My father's, my stepfather's best friends from his life. Lee, my father's best friends from his life. You got a lot of people loving I'm, I you. very much was raised by a village. Yes. I was raised by the entire town of Rosendale, New yes, York. <laughs> yes, yes. And and then some parts of, you know, Hoboken and uh, <laughs> Hoboken and Hoboken, Kerhansen. no joking. Mm-hmm. So um you want to tell us about your sister? My sister just graduated from middle school. Okay. Um she is the best. I mean, she's amazing. Yes. She's like she's so talented and intelligent. Ah. And I'm a little jealous of her, but like not, okay. not hugely. Yeah. And um and and she's going to be starting high school at the high school that I went to. In Kingston. At Kingston High School, uh, in the fall. Which mm. is um exciting but also a little scary. Yeah. And, and that place changed me. And I guess we're just sure. gonna have to see how it changes her. Sure, sure. So do you have uh any association to the water? I uh, having you know, I hadn't put it to put it together until just now okay. as we were talking about it. That uh, actually, the 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 bowl of water with the ice in it. I did uh, last night fill a bowl with ice and okay. put it in front of my fan to try to cool myself oh, down oh. and then spill the water all over my bed. But well, uh, that also <laughs> will cool you down. Yeah. <sighs> What eventually cooled me down was staying awake until 3.30 in the morning when, when the oh. air naturally cools oh my right before the dawn. It's hot. Um, Lee, it's I might have a so window hot. air conditioning in my garage. I, 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 we can't afford the, the, ga- the power. You know, oh, because right. it's gonna it's gonna up our power bill so much. because oh, we have one in like our front hallway, and in theory, we could you know open the door and keep all our doors open and cool the house down during yeah. the day. But it's just it would cost so much money. So oh. I sleep with a fan on. Okay, um, you know, and it's really hard to sleep when you're yeah. very hot. Yeah, and especially I mean, like I get so many hot flashes. You yeah, know? like I yeah. I've just always had these hot flashes okay. since I was a kid, and the the testosterone yeah. certainly doesn't make it better now that yes. I'm going through puberty again. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> puberty at twenty three. 
Yeah, well, I'd love that. We'll explore that sometime on the podcast. My my second puberty, sure. Yeah, Lee. If it's I sure fun. <laughs> if I may say, our friend Lee is transgender man. I am. I am, and, and, he, and I, uh, I'll have a beard soon. Oh my we goodness! Discover, we discovered something incredible in my home. This, what did this you week, discover? Which is that uh, Rogaine can be put on the face, oh. and you can grow a beard oh. by putting Rogaine on your face. Wow! So as soon as the Rogaine comes in the mail. And start developing that, yeah. that beautiful stubble I've been wanting all this time. I I, uh, I once had a dream that I had a full beard. I dream it all the time. Really? All the time. In all uh. my dreams, I have a full beard and my hair, you know, is is significantly longer okay. than it is in real life. It's Ooh. like your length. Yeah. But but my, you know, texture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, that's really cool. So something that one of my dream teachers, Robert Moss, always asks in the reality check is, could any of this actually happen in real life and that's just as kind of investigating into any uh, precognitive I hope material. I hope that it does you hope you'll marry this hottie well I mean obviously I hope I'll marry Army Hammer uh, I mean, he is married um, oh, okay. but I certainly I hope that I marry him anyway but no what I what I hope for is is the feeling of of connection that I had yeah with him in the dream yes. what I hope for is yes to know someone as I was known then. Yes. In in the even if it hurts me. Yeah. I want to feel it. I want to be that connected to another human. And I feel very strongly that the reason we come to the earth and incarnate here is because we want to feel feelings. We're here to feel our feelings. And I don't feel like that's gonna be in any other dimension that's here on earth. So it's a part of it, right? What do they say? I'd rather have loved. Better to have loved and lost yeah. than never to have loved at all. Right. I believe that 100%. I believe that also 100%. I, and I've gone through times in my life when I didn't, you know. Sure. I've well, gone through dark periods yeah. in which I think I would rather never love again than feel this way. Yeah. But it's always worth it in the end. Well, mm, for yeah. me, in, in, my, in my short, uh, much shorter than yours life, I <laughs> have found it to be worth it. I, I think that. Uh, I think I'm doing my work, my personal worth, work. Wow, that's so interesting. Freudian slip, my personal worth to say, I'm doing my personal work. And now I see that I have some personal worth work to do. Well, don't we all have some don't pers we personal all? worth work to do? <laughs> say that five times fast. Right. Worth work. So here's what I'm wondering. Now, who disappears? Jim? Jim disappears? Jim disappears. So my, my 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 paternal father. Oh oh, Jim is your my, actual my, my biological blood, my father. father. Okay, Jim disappears. And maybe it's because he's been uh, dodging my calls. Oh <laughs> why? No, why would he be dodging I your don't calls? Know. I really, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, I do not know. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. But we'll find out. He'll he'll answer me eventually. Call Cindy. I well, that's I I call the home phone. Yeah. No one answers. So they're both dodging in your calls. No, yeah. No, but if you're calling the home phone, they don't know it's you. They do know it's me. They know my phone number. Home, I leave a message. A home phone is not a cell phone. I mean, but it has my phone number, like in the oh, list. Call. It's got it's oh, a digital it's a modern, readout. Modern. It's like phone. a modern thing. So I've been watching um, Stranger Things, like <laughs> all the rest of you in the world. And um, so I binge watched seasons one and two without really knowing season three was about to make its big appearance on the 4th of July, you know, and I am all about now the wall phone. And I think why we love it so much is because, well, for those of us who grew up in the 80s, 
You know, we all had big hair. We had a wall phone. So it's really familiar to many of us who grew up in the 80s and, you know, when people were smoking cigarettes in restaurants. You know, it was a very different world. When I was in college, if we ever went out to a bar, which was frequent, <laughs> my clothes would be so disgusting and my hair would smell so cigarette-y. And it was, it was really like you couldn't just come home. You couldn't sleep in the clothes that you wore the day before. You know, you couldn't not take a shower when you got home. It was really disgusting. But um, so much, so much of that is very, very familiar. And the sex, I feel like, all the kids are fooling around on Stranger Things. And uh, maybe that's a spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. Well, I, I've seen the first two seasons. I just okay. haven't seen the newest one yet. So I, And I feel like that's very 80s also. The kids were all fooling around. And the parents didn't know, you know where we were most of the time. So I, anyway, I love this show. But... um. Yeah, I'm thinking of that also with what you're saying, also with Jim disappearing. Oh, yeah. So, and now, so I'm now thinking, it's the opposite. I don't know where my parents are. Right, exactly. And then your sister disappears when you splash her with water. Yeah, my sister does disappear. I mean, you know, it's, it's, she certainly isn't going anywhere quite yet, but she is certainly going to be going through a, a personal change. Yes. As she reaches maturity through yes, high school. It's, yes. It's going to be, you know, kind of scary for me. For you, I, well, I remember. You know, it was like she was born yesterday. Right, your baby. I mean, I remember. Uh, I'd be. I was in Florida, and I was calling my parents over and over and over again because I was just asking and asking, "When's the baby come?" When's they the baby sent come? you to Florida. They well, yeah. So I we I had planned. We had plans for me to go to Florida. I was eight years old, and we we went down there, and then you know we got the call that my mom was in labor, and she was in labor for like four days. Oh wow! So the entire time I'm like having my godfather call over and over and over again, asking if the baby came. Yet. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, your little sister. My little red-headed sister. Wow, I love it. Got hair like Anna Green Gables. Is that why you splashed her with water? Put out some of that fire? <laughs> nah, gotta stoke those coals. Yes, absolutely. Keep her fiery. Keep her creative. Oh, yeah. Definitely. S yeah, so that, that you know, seems a parallel to me. Just because my, my headspace is in Stranger Things right now. <laughs> I've been binge-watching as I said, but, um, so, so this dream, I get what you're saying though. When it feels real, you want to go back to that feeling. I, I understand that. So I'm going to say the next piece of this lightning dream work, Robert Moss's lightning dream work is projections. So if this were my dream, I feel like this feeling is available to me. I just have to meet the right partner and fall deeply in love, and let my two sets of parents be an example to me of love and togetherness and partnership and, you know, sticking with each other for the long haul of the journey of life. So in my version of this dream, that feeling that I felt when I was kissing Army Hammer, Army Hammer. I, I feel like that is available to me. I'm the one who felt that, and I am the one who can feel that again. I, I certainly hope it's available to me. Yes. I just have to, you know, meet the right person. Yeah. So let's look in the stream for any clues. I mean, that's pretty much all of it. Yeah. You know? So the wedding was going to be at 
Your dad's house? My mother's house, I think. Your mother's house? Yeah. In the yard? Uh, yeah, outside. Did they like rent a tent? Yes. They did? So There's like, a tent, there were chairs. There's a lot of detail. There, well, yeah, you know, my, my dreams are selectively detailed. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. So some of them are more like I'm floating through a gray void, and then some yeah. of them are like, you know, very clear and... Yes. In some, in some of my dreams, I'm watching, you know, and then... In most of my dreams, I'm the protagonist, you know, of yeah. the dream. But I've I, had I dreams where I'm just watching. A lot of the time. Your dreams? Visually. Just oh, okay. Like there's, there, there is very little light in my dreams. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So we need to bring more light into your subconscious yeah, mind. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, I think that we can really meditate on that, you know, and visualize. Bring the light. Yeah. Bring light. Yeah. So you bring so much light, Lee. You're like an amazing guy. You're very creative. Oh, thank you. Artist. And um, yeah, so let's just channel some of that light. Yeah, I'll be drawing Army Hammer soon. <laughs> Good. In a, in a bright lit room. Yeah. You know. Army and, Hammer and Olgar. <laughs> now, Olgar's an org? He is. Uh, yeah, so my, my friend Sam, who is the dungeon she she designs our, our campaign yes. let me um take a, a couple of penalties to some checks so that i could be uh usually in D, &D you can only be a, a half orc half orc half human or half orc half elf she let me be a full orc which is a mm. class in and of itself like a mm -hmm. whole new race and she let me be size large as opposed to most characters which are size medium okay so uh I yeah, Olgar is six foot ten and weighs three hundred and fifty pounds. And he um, marries. And he marries Arnick Ham Arnick Perrin, uh, played played by Army Hammer. <laughs> um, uh, what? And Arnick Perrin is Wait a just minute. like a normal Army size. Army Hammer human. is playing D and D with you guys. No, no. no. I mean, just... was that a piece of the dream? No, 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 no. He's just that's 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 if if we if we if we made a movie out of the D and D okay. campaign, Ar Army Hammer. <laughs> this would is play like just in case. Well. I I love that. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess that's what reminded me of um, Stranger Things because you're talking about D and D. Yeah, the they, 80s do play, too. they do play D and D. Although it's much easier to play now than it was back then. Oh really? Um, well, they were on. You know, they were playing like you know first edition D and D with like, like the original the D and D. Well, we we have the characters and stuff, but um, okay. But you know, we're playing this campaign in D and D three point five. Okay. And they've done like six or seven editions of D&D since then. And then they've done a bunch of different stuff with Pathfinder and GURPS, oh. which are all like, you know, D&D-esque role-playing games. And okay. then now there's like a whole world and, and you know, uh, like groups of people who just write tabletop role-playing games of different types. Oh my God, you guys, by you are, the you have, there's, a whole, there's so much going on in the world. Oh yeah. You're like a whole other world. Over Power there. to the nerd, baby. Yeah. You know, we're going to take over. <laughs> Revenge of the nerd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was, again, the 1980s, I think, or the 90s. Something like that. Something like that. So, um... Well, if this were my dream, I might choose to go back into it. I hear the dreamer saying how nice that would be to do dreamy entry into this dream. So I might want to go and talk to Army Hammer and ask him, like, what, why are you here? Like, what is it about you that is reflecting something about me? And, um, you know, how can I learn from you as a dream character? 
I had to ask him straight up and uh, and and wait and hear what he says. Similarly, I would bring light into the surroundings. So if I'm always dreaming of a dark space, I want to open the shades and open some doors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I definitely want to, when, when I go to bed tonight, I'm going to try to, um, you know, I, I can kind of set the intention for yes. my dream as I'm falling yes, asleep. Absolutely. What I'm thinking about as I fall asleep is absolutely. what comes to me in the dream. So I'm just going to try to Wonderful. visualize that. Thankfully tonight I'll be staying at my buddy Alex's house where okay. there's air conditioning. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> super so you can, exciting. So you can dream. Uh, I can dream for hours uh, uh, and I won't have to wake uh, up to move my car. Uh, so it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Lee, for sharing. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to We're got to not do done this. yet, though. Oh, yeah. So uh, now I have to ask, how can you honor this dream? Like, what can you do to bring something from this dream life that was so vivid to you, this experience, into waking life? You know, I think for the past, since my partner and I split, it's been a little tough to imagine, like, getting back out there okay. and like finding someone new to be with. Yes. Because, you know, if we, we were together for a very long time uh, or not for you, but for me, uh, <laughs> for someone of my age, we were together. For I a want very you long to time. stop making ageist comments. It's not please. ageist. <laughs> it's, it's, it's experience. Experientious. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, you know, so it's been, I, you know, I have, for someone who walks with the air of confidence that I do, I have I have very low self esteem. Oh. I think very lowly of myself and oh, of my body. Oh, this is that. but I have very high standards for yeah. the people that I want to be with. Yeah, um, oh physically and emotionally. Oh my. Um, and so I I've been very nervous about getting back out there and trying yeah. to date again because I you know I don't you know I, I it's hard for me to believe that someone could want to be with me other than my most recent partner, and that's been a struggle yeah. my whole life and. Um, you know, as a as a chubby trans man, it's like yeah. it's tough. Um, but I but, think I need to just trust that. Well, hopefully, if one person yeah. can see that good in sure, me and me. can be attracted to me and can yes. be, can love me and be in love with me, Absolutely. then other people can too. Absolutely. And if I look back at at the the number of relationships I've been in in my life, you know, it's more than most people my age, and there's okay. be a reason for that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been in. I'm 23 and I have been in 11 relationships. That's more than ca the cats I've had. That is more than the cats you've had. That's, well, that's that, more than the black cats specifically. That's more than the black cats. <laughs> right, maybe combined I've had more combined, cats. Combined you've that. had more cats than I've had relationships, but just black cats. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, yeah, I think that's... that's. I've petered out as I got older. I yeah. was very busy when I was in high school. So this, kind of... this whole thought process, so... I think it's going to lead you to how you can honor the stream. And I think that's also going to be honoring of self. Yeah. I think honoring of self and I need to is what's called that. for. I need to learn how to love myself and yeah. how to give myself the respect that I give to others. Absolutely. You know, I truly believe that other people are deserving of love and intimacy and whatever they need. Yes. And I need to learn how to believe that for myself as well. Oh, amen, brother. Yeah. Uh, we're doing we're doing the hand we're doing movement. the thump the chest twice thump and then the, the peace chest in. and peace out so i learned something new yeah <laughs> is this what millennials do uh no no just me i, just, okay. <laughs> I think it's something that rap guys in the 90s did and oh, okay. i'm the only person left alive okay. who still thinks it's cool uh, uh, <laughs> no i think it's pretty cool yeah yeah or it's a gang sign that i don't know about oh we'll, we'll okay <laughs> well hopefully not <laughs> someone will let us know someone will let us know so uh yeah lee is 
just an amazing artist, as I've said, an amazing. He he created uh, the Dream Stream logo picture, and he is an a incredible writer. But the thing that I love the most is his singing. And I wonder if you might sing us out of this pod. Oh, sure. What would you like me to sing? Well, it's something about self-esteem. You know, I don't oh, know. Sitting in the morning sun. At, I don't know. Uh, sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh, no. You don't know that one. Okay. Um, you tell me. Oh, man. Um <laughs> All right, I'll think of one that you might know. Uh, um, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <laughs> That's kind of the opposite of what we want to. Yeah, it is um, pretty, pretty. But far it can from, explain from we the like at. aloneness. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me, and I walk alone. Do 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 do. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams Where the city sleeps, I'm the only one and I walk alone I walk alone, I walk my shadow's only one that walks beside me. My shallow heart's the only thing that's beating. Sometimes I wish someone out there would find me. Till then, till then up there. Oh, out there. Did I say out there or up there? I said up there because I'm thinking of God, but you said out there, and that's because I'm thinking of the people, and that's more appropriate. That is a little bit okay. That's more on. Back, back to that piece. Uh, my till then, I walk alone. That was awesome. Thank you, Lee Sorg. You're just amazing and wonderful. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And uh, dear listeners, until we meet again. Adios. Adios.